In a dimly lit interrogation room, a father begins a harrowing descent into the depths of samsara, where the sins of the past relentlessly resurface. Recording on? All okay? Good. Time is 7.03 a.m. Suspect was involved in a car crash in a red MyV license plate WL at 4.09 a.m., slightly less than three hours ago. Suspect has sustained wounds and is now being questioned after initial treatment for lacerations on arms, face and torso at the nearest hospital. I'm Inspector Safi and I'll be taking your statement now, Mr Khan. Okay. Start from the beginning. What were you doing at the highway at four in the morning? You do know you were going at almost twice the speed limit, right? I... I I didn't notice. Well, our cameras did. For various reasons, we keep an eye on that particular highway. Anything you want to say for yourself, Mr Khan? Before that, sir, can I see my daughter? I'm asking the questions here. Start from the beginning. Okay. I, uh... I picked up my daughter earlier that night. She just started standing one this year, and I was still getting used to seeing her less often than before. Her grandparents missed her too, and we were going back to my hometown in Pahang. She can be a bit shy at school, but she's a real chatterbox at home, especially when she's playing with her cousins. The only thing is she's a bit small and skinny for age. My parents keep nagging me to feed her more. Daddy, where are we going? To your grandfather's place, remember? Your cousins will all be there and we'll have lots of fun. Will I get to ride the motorbike? If you want to, sure. Just ask your grandfather. <laughs> Motorbikes are fun. I know, right? We'll have loads of fun, just you and... But where's Mommy? Why isn't she coming with us? Um. Your mother has, uh, work. Work tomorrow. She'll, she'll meet us there. Oh, is that why I get to sit in the front? Mommy never lets me sit in the front. You're not supposed to talk on the phone while driving, Daddy. I know, I know. Who was it? I didn't see. Um, spam caller. No one will spam call at that hour, Mr. Khan. Yeah. <laughs> Thinking back at it now, only an actual child would fall for that. I was... running. And hiding like a kid afraid of the monsters under the bed. Well, who were you hiding from? Why do you keep looking back, Daddy? Huh? <laughs> what are you talking about? You keep looking in the mirror. Is someone there? No. Well, I mean, why, sh why would you say that? I'm just looking at the road. But I kept looking. I couldn't help it. I mean, the highway was empty at the hour. But I kept jumping at the shadows. The evenly spaced lampposts lined the highway like infinite prison bars of light. I kept waiting to hear sirens behind me, but all I got was silence. We're reaching Pahang soon. That signboard says 30 km to Kara. Clever girl. 
I can change the channel. And that was when I saw it. A silhouette of white whisking past the passenger side. It seemed to flicker deep in the shadows of the palm oil plantation a few meters off the road. What was that? At first I thought it was a trick of the light. I blinked twice and rubbed my eyes. When I looked back, there was no sign of it and the left side mirror... It was late, I thought, and I was tired. Daddy, what number Shh. is... Be quiet, okay? I need to focus. I kept looking in the rearview mirror. There was nothing there. The tension was making me imagine things. Even so, it was a while before I could relax. Daddy, I'm bored. Then sleep. I can't sleep. Can we play a game? No, I need to focus, darling. Just close your eyes, okay? You'll fall asleep soon. I don't wanna! Girl! I should have been more patient. I was too worked up and I felt like I had no time to get distracted. 20 km to Kara. I said quiet. And then I saw it again. More clearly this time, it was a woman. Black hair, white dress, a little closer to the highway this time. She was a few kilometers ahead at first, getting closer as I went. I couldn't stop staring in shock. I didn't know whether to speed up or stop, so I did neither and just kept going. When we passed by, I think, no, I swear she looked at me. Mommy! What are you saying? That is not your mommy. Don't talk nonsense. I want mommy! My daughter was crying and I was too startled to care. I kept watching as the woman in the white disappeared into the distance. It felt like she was looking at me, even though her eyes were shadowed in the dark. And then she raised her hand, reached out to me for a second. I thought maybe, maybe she wanted to hitch a ride. At that hour? Yeah, that's why I did not stop. Instead, I floored the accelerator faster than ever I've done before. <laughs> not particularly a knight in shining armor, are you? Would you have stopped if you were me, Inspector? In the middle of the night with your young daughter? I'm not the best father in the world. I, I admit that. But I still care. That's why I couldn't wait to get away from that... Lady, as fast as possible. Daddy, you're going too fast. There's no one else on the road. No one will see. But... I said shut up. Daddy, why are you shouting at me? Mommy said we shouldn't shout. Mommy this, mommy that. She's always running to her mommy. She tells her every little thing. Maybe that's because she knows she'd listen. And I don't. I work hard every day. And what text do I get? She only comes to me when she wants something. And now, after the divorce, I have to make appointments to see her. Isn't that just crazy? I'm telling you, her mother has poisoned her against me, thought her to be scared of me. I'd say you did a pretty good job of that yourself. I... I was just trying my best. Shut up about your mother already! No! 
I want mommy. Your mother doesn't want you anymore. Stop lying, Daddy. <sighs> I'm not lying. Your mother threw me away and now she's thrown you away too. You're lying, you're lying. Mommy said I could stay with her in KL. And that's why you stole her from her mother's house at night, long after she went to sleep. <laughs> she hadn't had time to change the locks. That's why I thought I... Your ex-wife is here at the station, sir. She told us everything. It's not that she didn't have time to change the locks, Mr. Khan. She just thought she wouldn't have to. You mean? Yes. She didn't think it was you at first. She said you were a deadbeat, but you wouldn't do such a thing. It was only when we pointed out there were no signs of forced entry or a struggle indicating that your daughter went with you quietly that she put her face in her hands and sobbed. No! You said mommy will come looking for us. And I will make sure she never finds us. But why? Ten kilometers to Kara. I recognized the way to my kampong, the exit, ten kilometers away. We were almost there and then... Mommy! And then there she was again. That's not your mom. Her face was hidden by her long black hair. And her skin was deadly pale. I could tell just by looking that she wasn't the woman I loved once long ago. No. She was someone else. A stranger. In every sense of the word, I know it sounds crazy, but I don't think she was even... Just as before, she stood a few kilometers ahead of us. This time, she was already in front of the divider, stepping onto the road. I knew for sure that she was waiting for us. Her arms were already raised, both her hands outstretched. They were thin, pale. Her fingers reached out to us like rotten twigs. I even thought I heard her voice. What did she say? Wait. Wait, you, you don't think I'm crazy? Or, or I'm making things up? As I said, we've been keeping an eye on that highway. You aren't the first to report some unnatural sightings. So, what did she say? I... Uh, I don't know. I couldn't really hear. I, I, I didn't stop to hear. I just... I went even faster. Hmm... That was probably when the speed cameras caught you. Even if I'd noticed, that would be the least of my concerns. That is not your mom! We whisked past her, blowing past any speed limit in the country. I was about to breathe a sigh of relief. But, but my breath caught in my throat. Daddy, look! Mommy's following us. See, I knew she would never throw me away. How was she keeping up? It wasn't possible. I don't understand. All I could do was go even faster. That was five kilometers to Kara. Slow down, Daddy. Mommy can't catch us like this. I couldn't let her catch us. I pushed the car as far as it could go. Three kilometers to Kara. She wasn't giving up. Every time the speedometer trembled, she would fall a few paces behind, only to slowly, surely regain speed. She was... running? 
Or rather gliding, but her dress didn't move. I still don't get it. What did she even want from us? Two kilometers to Kara. Daddy, you're so mean. You're leaving mommy behind. One kilometers to Kara. I said that's not... Daddy, stop! Right before the Kara exit, she caught up to us and she... She leaped out in front of the car. It all happened so quickly. I... We swerved. Did your daughter grab the steering wheel? Yes. No, I... I don't know. I don't know if she pulled me back or if I swerved on instinct because I didn't want her to see her hit her. Mommy. Did you hit her? I don't know. We couldn't, and yet... Anyway, the car went out of control, careening into the signboard. When I swerved, I saw her. I saw her face, right in front of me, staring into the windshield. I'll never forget that face. It was to look in her eyes, torn between fear and ecstasy, as though she was, as though she saw hell and salvation at the same time. And all I could think was, why, why us? And what did she want from us? <laughs> what did she? <laughs> Do you still think I'm not crazy? Listen, there have been stories about that highway. Sometimes it's not a matter of whether I want to believe them or not. Back to the accident. How did you sustain those cuts on your arms? Was it when the windshield chatted? You see, I've seen my share of car crash accidents. Most victims either have cuts all over their faces or they automatically shield themselves. So most of the damage is on their arms, but both your face and your arms are completely covered in cuts. Why is that? Uh, I guess I automatically stuck out my arms to try and hold my daughter back. I see. <laughs> I know. I'm such a fool, aren't I? All I can feel is the way her tiny body slipped out of my seatbelts and passed my arm. Mother did say she was too small for the front seat. I guess she was right. <laughs> Inspector, before you take me in, can I see my daughter? Just... Just one last time, please. Thank you for listening to this special Samsara series of After Dark, an original podcast brought to you by MediaCorp and produced by Zag Studios. This episode was produced in partnership with AETN and adapted from their series, My Ghost Story Asia. 
with performances by Charles Roberts, Trinayani Manuari, Enku Armand, and Celeste Lau, written by Wong Jo Yen, directed by Terence Toh. Special thanks to Danny Kurdi from MediaCorp. If you enjoy what you're listening to, you can follow the podcast on the MeListen app, Spotify, or Apple Podcasts. See you again in the next episode of After Dark. Thank you.